0: Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now here's Rick. It's great to have you joining us today for episode number two of the Point of Impact Podcast. And today I want to talk about success, or at least I want to begin the discussion about success. We'll continue it for quite a while because I think it's so vital or important. And when you talk about the vision of this podcast, what we're all about, what we're trying to accomplish in terms of inspiration and motivation, you really have to start with success, defining what success is and looking into how a person can live a successful life. So why don't we just start right now with a working definition of success? I'm going to define success like this. Success is fully living out your life's purpose. Success is fully living out your life's purpose. That's what it means to be successful. It doesn't mean necessarily that you attain a certain amount of wealth or a particular position in your career or have a degree of fame or any number of other things that might be associated with success. By the way, there's nothing wrong with those things. And in fact, They may be a part of success for your life, but they're not the baseline definition of what success is. Success is when you fully, fully live out your life's purpose, the reason why you were put on this earth, what it is that you particularly can do. And when I think about success, I always begin with this concept. Do you have permission to be successful. Do you believe that you can be successful? That you should be successful? That you can be successful? Do you believe you deserve success or that success is what your life should ultimately be? And I think that many people get hung up with this issue of permission. Do they have permission to be successful. Do you remember when you were in school and they would have the school field trips? I mean, they were like the funnest thing that you could go on as a kid. You know, it was like a day that you didn't have to sit in the classroom, didn't have to do the work. You got to go somewhere. And, and many of those field trips were really fun places. I'm from New England. And there's a lot of neat places that you can go in New England for school field trips. And I'm from just outside Hartford, Connecticut, which is about halfway between Boston and New York. So between New York and Boston, and then places in between like Plymouth Rock or Mystic Seaport or any number of other places There were a lot of neat things that we could do and places that we could go and see. So I loved those field trips and pretty sure most of my friends did, too. But here's the thing about the field trip. You had to have permission. You had to have a sign permission slip in order to go on the field trip. Your parents had to sign it that said you had permission to go on the trip now no big deal right i mean what what's the problem just get your parents to sign the permission slip but the problem is that sometimes your parents didn't want to sign the permission slip for instance you did something you disobey you did something wrong and your punishment was you don't get to go on the field trip they're not going to sign the permission slip. That's your punishment. You don't get to go. Or maybe your grades just weren't good enough. And because your grades weren't where they were supposed to be, you don't get a permission slip sign. You don't get to go. Maybe it was a cost issue. I remember like the Washington, D.C. trip, that was an overnight trip and a big bus, and it was a lot more expensive than just taking a day trip, a trip that might even be able to be done during school hours. So maybe your folks just didn't have the money, just couldn't afford to pay for you to be able to go on the field trip. So no permission slip is signed and then you can't go. And if you think about success, it comes down to permission to be successful. Who signs the permission slip for your life? Who is it that says you can be a success? You can fully live out your life's purpose. You can take the gifts and the talents that God has blessed you with, combine them with the opportunities that he gives, and do something with them, that really is a full expression of who you are and the purpose for which you were put on this earth. Have you given yourself that permission to be successful? Or maybe another way to think about it is, do you believe that God has given you permission to be successful? That God wants you to be a success, that he wants you to live your life to the fullest. Because how you think about success is crucial. It's absolutely crucial. And if you don't believe, I mean, absolutely believe, are completely convinced that God has given you full permission to be successful, that he signed the slip and you're on your way to a great adventure, then you you can't move forward. You can't become a successful person without the belief that you have permission to be successful. And unfortunately, some are raised in families where the message that they get is not a message that would encourage them to pursue success. They experience any number of situations, could be abuse, could be just words that are spoken, could be economic realities that simply don't allow for many activities or experiences, could be mistakes that are made and then the punishment for those is very severe even though they're youthful indiscretions. And maybe you're one of those people, and you've never really felt like you had permission to be successful, that you need to know that God signed the permission slip to make success possible for your life. I think permission is a basic human need. Without it, we lack the authority to take action. And I think too many people don't feel like they have permission to be successful. They could be successful. They could live out their life's purpose. They could fully use their gifts and talents and abilities, but they don't. And the reason they don't is because they don't believe they have permission to be successful or they have some kind of definition of success that they have developed, and that definition limits them or causes them to believe that they can't be successful. Just for instance, one-third of people in a survey said that the health and well-being of their family or how well they raised their children, would determine their success. So they tie their success to their family life. One out of every four adults defines personal success in terms of some type of tangible outcome or accomplishment. And one out of four adults, and this is disturbing, has no idea what would signify that they had lived a Successful life. So let's just break this down. Let's just start with the last thing. 25% of people do not have any idea what a successful life would even look like. Well, how can you possibly be successful if you don't even know what success looks like, if you have no working definition of success? That's why we start with this working definition. Success is fully living out your life's purpose. So there you go. One out of four people. Now you know. Then another 25% say personal success is defined in terms of tangible outcomes or accomplishments. Okay, sure. That makes perfect sense. You know, graduate from college or Obtain a certain particular job, or maybe you know, reach a certain income. A lot of these tangible type of outcomes that many people look at. I think it's interesting that one out of four define that. I thought it would have been higher. One out of three say it's the the well being of their family. It's how well they raise their children that defines success. And certainly, family life is very important. And it definitely has something to do with success, because it certainly can be part of living out your life's purpose. But it's certainly more than that. It's more than that. Or maybe it's all of that and more, besides just tangible outcomes and family life. That's why a larger, more all-encompassing definition like fully living out your life's purpose can apply to your career, it can apply to your family life, it can apply to your spiritual life, it can, uh, can apply to your health, it can apply to a lot of things, and that's exactly the idea that there's a broad enough definition that we can understand exactly what we're talking about. Again, those who come from dysfunctional families can have really this idea of permission to be successful taken from them. They don't even feel they deserve it. They don't feel it's even possible when in fact it absolutely positively is possible. No, no doubt about it whatsoever. And, and there's others, those may be raised in Christian homes, who can get this message. Well, I shouldn't want to be successful because that's prideful. And I don't want to be prideful because pride comes before a fall. So they've gotten some erroneous information along the way that causes them to think "Mm, success equals pride. And so I'm not going to talk about being successful. Success does not equal pride. And that is simply not accurate or true. God has equipped each of us to be successful. And listen, get ready for this. God expects you to be a success. Yes, God doesn't give you all these gifts and talents and opportunities and expect nothing in return. God expects success out of each one of us that we're to do with what God has given us to work with. We're to do something with it. And that that is supposed to produce a result in a variety of aspects of our lives. Jesus talked about it in terms of fruitfulness, being fruitful. In the epistles, in the Bible, the Apostle Paul talks about a judgment time, a time of answering for our life on this earth. What did we do with our life? Were we successful? Did we fully live out our life's purpose? Some people fear risk or they hesitate at opportunities. And I, again, would say because they lack the permission to succeed. It's not the only reason why, but I think it's a reason why. I think they don't have the belief that that there's authority for them to move forward in that direction. They don't believe that they should do it. They don't feel they have the permission to be successful. And yet that's just simply not true. Jesus had an amazing statement in the Gospel of John where he says in chapter 10, verse 10, he says, I've come that you might have life and have it to its fullest or to have it abundantly or to most literally it would be to have with surplus that. Jesus said your life on this earth is not just a life to eke it out and sort of get by and then someday, you know, you'll go to heaven and that's when real life begins. But that this life is a life that is a life of success, a full life, fully living out your life's purpose. I've come that you might have life and have it to its fullest. People who feel guilty when they are successful, I would say, have more success than they have permission for. They literally have more success than they have permission to be successful. So it's so important to really understand success and to realize that God wants you to be successful, that he wants you to make a difference with your life. And that you you've been put on this earth for a reason, for for a purpose. That there's a contribution that each of us can make. And that God wants you to make that contribution. He's given you permission to do that. And how do you get the permission to succeed? Who who signs the slip? Who does that? Permission comes from some act that grants authority. I mean, just think about it. Graduation, right? You graduate, they give you this degree or diploma. Somebody signed it, the principal, the president of the university, the provost. I mean, maybe multiple signatures are on there. But somebody signed it that said, hey, this person's fulfilled all the requirements and they now are a graduate. You can think of it in terms of professional licensing, like a medical license. Somebody signs it and says, this person has the permission to practice medicine. You you pass the bar. Somebody makes, with authority, makes this declaration. You are now a member of the bar. You can practice law. Coordination for ministers, same thing. Somebody signs a document, a bishop, a district superintendent, somebody in authority, and says you are now qualified to lead other people spiritually. You could look something like um, closing on a house. sign the documents if you've ever done it you know it's like crazy you know sign 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 and at some point the signing is done and you are now the owner of a home authority has been given to you to take residence jesus is the one who has the authority to sign our permission for success He's the one that grants it to us. I've come that you might have life and have it in its fullest. That God knows each of us, loves each of us, and has a plan for each of us. And he gives us authority to pursue what it is that God has put us on this earth to do. To explore what is our purpose? What are our gifts? What talents do we have? What opportunities does God place before us? And then what do we do with those? And of course, that's, that's what we'll have to talk about in the days, and weeks, months to come. We talk about success is, yeah, what do you do? What do you do with what God has given you? But if you don't believe, I mean absolute positively believe that you have permission to be successful, then you can't go forward. You can't, you can't move into the direction of believing that you can be a success, believing that a successful life is something worth pursuing you can't go anywhere you're absolutely stopped before you ever even get started if you think about it where does the permission to believe that you can be successful mean where does that really come from like what's the foundation for it and i would say the foundation for it is the resurrection of jesus christ Until the resurrection, no one had permission to believe that people could live forever, that, that, that life after death was possible. But when Jesus rose from the dead, death was conquered. The greatest fear in life, which is the fear of death, was vanquished. So that opens the door for us to live fearlessly. To be able to move forward in life with confidence. If you know that your eternal destination is taken care of, then you can really pursue fullness in this life. You can really go for it. Because you know that when this life is over, you can spend eternity in heaven with Jesus. It's really incredibly freeing. It allows a person to be able to say, all right, I can go for it. I can really pursue my dreams and become the person that God created me to be. Because I don't have to worry about death, the greatest fear of most people. I don't have to live with that kind of fear. Now, again, I'm not you know, I'm not talking like some madman, like, oh, death doesn't matter. Death does matter in the sense that it's a loss, and it's not something any of us should be running toward. It's simply that it's not the end, that death has been defeated because of the resurrection. And so we don't have to fear death. It's not that we want to die any sooner than we absolutely have to or that we somehow delegitimize the the power of grief and loss. Absolutely not. It's just that we're able to have a proper perspective about the nature of life. And I think it it allows us to have a greater amount of risk-taking and a more faith-filled way of approaching life and the opportunities that come our way. Many people miss out on success, really, in many ways, because they just do not take advantage of opportunities. The window of opportunity opens and it closes, and when it opens, you got to go for it. And if you don't go for it, it closes, and, and then you miss out. Good news, by the way, for those you've missed a few of those opportunities, that there's not just one or two in your life, there's many, many, many. So This is not time to dwell on regret of what could have been, would have, could have, should have. But to say, hey, I have permission to be successful. God's going to put opportunities in my life. And I need to have the courage to go for them, to move forward, to step out. I can tell you I've done that with my life. And it's made all the difference in the world is the willingness to take risks, to try things. Over the course of, of my life, I've started four church campuses, two schools. It's a lot, of, a lot of stuff to start. Some of them have been great successes, others have not. But irregardless, I wouldn't change a thing. I took calculated risk, I saw the opportunities. I moved to Virginia, where I had never lived a day in my life, didn't even really know that many people at all, but I saw incredible opportunity, and it was an incredible opportunity, there's no denying that, there's no doubt about that, and I've taken many other risks. Calculated or maybe better, I've just simply acted upon opportunities that have come my way. And that has allowed me to travel the world speaking. I've been to all six continents, thirty countries, been to all fifty states in America. It's allowed me to to write six books, and I got a seventh book coming out in October. It's allowed me to be able to speak to incredible numbers of people, take advantage of my speaking and writing abilities, gifts, talents that God's given me. And of course, what happens with success is that you act on an opportunity and you use the gifts and talents that God's given you and you work hard at, and guess what? Another opportunity opens up and that just continues and continues. And just for example, for me, what that led to last year was one of the articles I wrote for Fox News ended up being read by 1.7 million people. 1.7 million. That's a lot of people. And that came from taking advantage of opportunities and opportunities and opportunities until one of them just really exploded. And that's the kind of thing that happens these days because of the nature of social media and the Internet. Those those possibilities exist far more than probably many of us realize. But whatever it is you are pursuing with your life, whatever it is that you really want to do, this is for certain. You have to act on opportunities. And God's going to place opportunities in your life. I don't know who wrote this. I read it one time. I really like it. What you are is God's gift to you. What you become is your gift to God. God gives you gifts, talents, opportunities. What we do with what God gives us is our gift to God. And I think that's a beautiful way to think about success success is our gift to God, a life that's lived. Fully for the purpose that God placed us on this earth, a life in which we make a real significant difference, that is a marvelous gift to God. And I would say that is a beautiful description of a successful life. So go and be successful. And in the weeks to come, we're going to talk about that. Next week, in our episode, we're going to talk about Tom Brady because he has lived an incredibly successful life, and I think he's a great person to look at, explore, kind of dig into his life, see what it is that's motivated him and how he's managed to be successful for such a long period of time he's been successful, right up to you know the most recent Super Bowl. And I, I think I can show you some aspects to his life as to why it is that he has turned out to be so successful. And they're very much principles that you can use in your life. So I look forward to having you join with us next week when we continue talking about success and particularly looking at someone whose life has been very successful. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.